Hello and welcome to Ears for Dragon, an Aragon reread podcast. I'm your host, Nick. I'm Charlie. I'm Sean. Uh, today I'm on summary with three chapters for you. <laughs> there, there's yeah, certainly, the same there's, as every week. Same three as every chapters week. for you. <laughs> there's certainly words in here. We have uh, Black Morning Glory, The Nature of Evil, and Image of Perfection. Let's get it. Yeah. I only read the chapters one time today, and I just took notes while I was doing it, and I forgot that that chapter's called Black Morning Glory. I was just thinking about that earlier, oh like, God. why is it called that? And then thought, oh. <laughs> so we'll get to that yeah, soon. Let, let, let's hear it from that. Um, the training arc, uh, everyone's training arc continues with learning how to uh, read and write uh, in the elven language, uh, which Aragorn is very glad for, since it's uh, a lot simpler than the training he's had to do before. Aramis hands Aragon some reading material, um, five scrolls and a dictionary, uh, as his homework for the night. Before Aragon leaves, uh, he asks Aramis when he can learn some more magic. Aramis begrudgingly accepts and says, you know what, fine, we'll do a little more teaching this evening. So, he opens up with some more fundamental aspects of magic, about, like, usage of vocabulary, how much energy you should expend, and the importance of choosing your words carefully, which Aragon, he's made that mistake several times before, and he's hes not going to do it again, hopefully. The lesson is cut short by Aramis um, succumbing to his own injuries, and Aragon remembers that Aramis should not be overexerting himself with magic. Later on, he's told that his sword fighting training will continue with uh, the other elves, as Aramis needs to conserve his own energy and can't operate at the same sort of high-energy sword fighting training that Aragon requires right now. Plus... Apparently, Aragon is pretty good at fighting by now, or at least good enough to fight Aramis. Sephira and Glader return. By the sounds of it, Sephira's been uh, an absolute nuisance around Glader, which is lovely. Aragon and Sephira retire for the day and have a small chat about how they are each other's consciences, and some small talk of morality and how Sephira should stop bugging Glader so much. Although Aragon is being a a bit of bit mean to Sephira and saying it's hypocritical to say I can't tell you what to do. And he has some point. In the evening, Arya visits, taking Aragon and Sephira for a nighttime walk to the what's it called? Like the Botans? Yeah, to the Botans. It's like the the Royal Gardens, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. They see the beautiful hall that the elves host their guests in, and uh, a very nice garden. Arya shows Aragorn some pretty flowers, the black morning glories, and Aragorn says, you are just as beautiful as these flowers, which is very embarrassing. It's honestly pretty terrible. Aragorn uh, is embarrassed in the moment, and Arya is just staring at him. Uh, It's very funny. We'll talk about it later. After that bombshell, Aragorn takes his leave for the night, uh, goes back to his house, and thinks about how how much of a fail boss he is, right? (laughs) Before they go to bed, uh, Oryx sneaks up, uh, pissed drunk on elven potions. (laughs) He says a few things and catches up with Aragorn and Sephira after... He's kind of been abandoned in the elvish city. He's been getting a little bit bored. There's not too much for a dwarf to do, surrounded by elves. And he misses his fiance. And that's the end of the chapter as Aragorn, Sephira, and Auric retire for the night. Next, in the nature of evil, we're woken up by Aramis's stupid alarm clock. <laughs> Aragorn almost, he like, tries to 
smash it with a knife or something. <laughs> he leaps out of bed holding a dagger. Yeah. <laughs> He's not used to the walnut clock yet. Anyway, after that, he goes over to um, train sword fighting um, with Veneer of House Haldvin, who is a kind of a, a preppy elf who has disdain for Aragon and his humanness and uh, states that really a human should not have been a writer and Sephira made a, a mistake by choosing him. Aragon takes this incredibly personally on Sephira's behalf and goes absolutely berserk uh, in the sword fighting uh, and then is stopped by his own injury. He has a seizure, uh, but once he recovers for that, he continues to fight for the sake of his pride. He continues the sword fighting lesson for another hour. Then he returns to Aramis's hut for uh, more regular training. Kind of become a sort of a routine by now as he goes to his meditation, thinks about ants, and he begins to come up with an answer for Aramis's question on the morality of fighting Galbatorix. Uh, which is an acceptable answer, and he states that Galvatorix has already caused more suffering over the past hundred years than we ever could in a single generation. And unlike a normal tyrant, we cannot wait for him to die. So, they need to stop him. Ormus accepts this answer, saying it's good enough. Uh, they continue to talk about morality and uh, what is evil, and Ormus tells Aragorn to stop being racist towards Urgles. Next, uh, they move back to learning about magic. Tonight's magic lesson is centered around magic and combat and how to kill, surgically and efficiently. We also learn the role of magicians in large-scale battles um, as a sort of protector or detector for the martial forces. Notably, we learn that most magicians are quite weak and cannot do too much with their magic because it costs so much energy, which is why it's so important for Aragorn as a rider uh, to be there for the Vardun. Uh, we also learn about uh, wards and magic, and how they can protect you from other spells and other magicians. Galvatorix uh, sounds like he's been stacking up wards uh, to make himself incredibly strong, but Aramis tells Aragorn that he is going to keep the, the reason that Galvatorix is growing stronger uh, a secret for now. Just a, a little mystery we'll find out about later. And Aramis also realizes that Aragorn didn't know about wards and should have been taught about how to create them by the twins hmm. uh, back in Father and Dur. And we get the reveal that the twins were likely the traitors that caused uh, Ajihad's death and betrayal. Big shocker. Big shocker. Big shocker. Huge surprise. Aragorn has some choice words to say about these fucking twins. <laughs> Finally, Aragorn uh, says, I can use all my new magic to kill the Razak really good. And Aramis goes, no, no, no. <laughs> Turns out the Razak are hyper-specialized for killing humans. Moving on to image of perfection. Uh, we talk about the Razak a little bit more, about how they are likely to have come over from the same land that the humans originally were from to arrive to Alagazia. And they eventually grow up, shed their exoskeletons, and become huge dragon-like creatures. We're told that the Razak's mounts are actually their parents. The great evil beasts that are very intelligent and smart and really good at killing humans. Not so much for elves and dwarves, but that doesn't really <laughs> seem to come up uh, at all. Well, they're hungry for human flesh. They're hungry for <laughs> human flesh, yeah. Aragorn's final uh, magic lesson for the day is learning how to make a ferret. Aragorn's final flop for the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, is it is it a flop? 
So he's quite good at making these uh, magic pictures. All you got to do is like lay out some marble and think really hard. And Aragorn is good at thinking in a way that other humans don't. He has uh, intense focus. Uh, instead of a broad focus. And when Arya and Auric come over to observe uh, the magic lesson, Auric is asking Aramis politely, on the sake of his honor, that he should be allowed to observe uh, the writer's training, which is which is accepted. It's a very, very good gesture, and it's giving some- Auric something to do. Mm-hmm. Aragorn is thinking about what he can draw on the Farth, and his thoughts are overcome by the presence of Arya right there. And he paints her a, a beautiful portrait portrait of her accenting and making her what is it what does it say here <laughs> I, i'll just say like scarily pretty she promptly takes it and smashes it on the ground which is completely justified i think aramis uh after after aria leaves aramis kind of explains the situation to aragon's uh, lets him know that this may be a very tough situation for Arya, and Aragorn is putting her in a tight spot because she, as royalty, really shouldn't be fraternizing with a writer, and Aragorn is too young for her, but Arya can't insult him lest she uh, lose the favor of a writer, placing the whole kingdom into uncertain <laughs> circumstances. And really, Aragorn just needs to control himself. <laughs> and we leave it at that as Aragorn goes back to learning to write uh, in Elvish, trying to lose himself uh, in the writing and forget his confused feelings. Oh. What do we think? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> it's like, I don't think the summary did justice to how fucking awkward that scene with the flower is. Oh, man. No. Oh. I really get to... uh, with the painting, he decides to do it right at the end of the page. I had to pause, flick, see, see how much longer the chapter was, and like take a moment to steal I... myself before I turned that page. I turned the page and read the opposite one so I could <laughs> see what had happened afterward before I read the actual interaction. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> We can talk about the Firth for a little bit more uh, before we get to it, because it's just kind of the the cherry on top of all these chapters. Well, that's the thing, is I want to lead up to I it. Want, I want he, to grow to it. it right, <laughs> these right. chapters do an awesome job of just, like, oh. the creeping dread as you realize he's, he's really going to do it. <laughs> yeah. He's going to fucking do it. It's so funny. All right, Black Morning Glory. <laughs> but, uh, I have um, perhaps the greatest cringe fail teen chapter yet. Excellent showing from both parties. Awesome. Safira so is incredibly cringe fail here. My um, first note from this is quote Aragon, when will you learn? Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Matt, this is so tough. Okay, we do have Safira being cringe first, so I guess we can we can start with that. Oh, we, even we that's like halfway through the chapter. Oh, it is. Well, I wasn't really paying attention to the training. I'll be honest. Yeah, the there's training. All stuff going on. <laughs> well, Aragon, when stuff. will you learn? Is from him once again being impatient and like. Teacher, why aren't we doing cool shit? <laughs> Where can we learn magic? Why aren't we doing sodium explosion? Oh, I need to like learn how to write. Or what about brain explosion? What about instant hemorrhage, please? 
He doesn't know about that yet. No, he, he doesn't learns know about brain, brain hemorrhage yet. <laughs> he learns about yeah. the concept well, he of he learns brain about like, control water first, and he's like, "This is boring." <laughs> um, I Aramis, what's this sick little style on him trick that Aramis pulls? I don't know. It's, it's really cool. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he hits him with a ball of water that's described as being as hard as marble, directly in the noggin, <laughs> straight in the forehead. I think Aragorn's out for a few seconds. I, I think he doesn't realize he passed out <laughs> <laughs> because, oh my god, Aramis. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone yeah, gets up like what? Speaking of brain hemorrhage, <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, I like I like how this chapter kind of brings to attention that Aramis can cast magic without like actually talking. He's yeah, just kind of really like cool, mouthing actually. it. Um, so yeah, Aragorn flings this ball of water at him and it just, he does like a Shaolin monk move on it and like flings it straight back at his head well, solid. Um, it's great. First, Aramis summons a globe of water. Normal. And sends it throughout flying towards Aragorn and says, catch it. And he tries to catch it with his fucking hands <laughs> <laughs> and gets splashed with water, obviously. I think it's funny. I think it's funny, but he's stupid. Yeah, he's so stupid. We know this. He doesn't know any of the rules about magic. Uh, He's so. It's so awesome how dumb he is. Hey, can I have a magic lesson? Okay, catch this. Oh yeah, I'll do that with my mundane hands. Aragon. Aragon is magic lesson. Brom catches some strays in these chapters too. He does. Um, because he was just. Brom was really just training whatever the fuck he wanted. He was, yeah, on any given day, Brom was just telling Aragon anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of what came up in conversation, I There's guess. There's no, no structure to <laughs> no his lesson lessons plan. at all. Boo! <laughs> it was kind of like, oh, we need this so we don't die right now, maybe. Yeah. But I won't tell you why. <laughs> That's what we got. Um, <laughs> another example of uh, casting the kind of spell that could just drain all your energy and kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does do that without thinking again. Which is where um, Aragorn gets sick of doing fun <laughs> magic tricks with the water. Um, <laughs> and Aragorn says, Aramis, senpai, why can't we fight? Please kill. Can I know kill? this. Can we do something cool? <laughs> <laughs> And, and that's where we get when, when we learn, right? <laughs> no, I, I can't no? remember if that was when... I don't know. It might have been... It was either then or, like, the, like, oh, fine, no, I'll is, give you a to listen. Yeah, this is... Uh, Aramis gets mad and it shouts, Will you never learn respect, Aragorn <laughs> Voder? Yeah. So be it. Uh, then <laughs> mutters some, some very powerful spell and freezes Aragorn and entirely. Yeah. yeah. And Aragorn goes, Okay, the smart way to get out of this is if I knew what he had done. I could counteract it. But I don't know what he did, so I can brute force my way out of this and craft spell. He literally thinks, oh, so it's come down to a test of strength. He's gonna kill you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, he, the he fact that he that doesn't... out loud to himself, he's yeah. going to kill me. And the I'll fact do that it he anyway. doesn't clock that he's going to immediately lose this test is crazy. <laughs> or that he even kind of goes, I don't think I can succeed in this. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, kills himself like, immediately maybe that's anyway. the lesson. You can just <laughs> so give up. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> you can just word it differently. Well, that's what he's learning. That's instead what he of just learns. like, yeah. never speak in absolutes. Only a Sith. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah. The thing about um, instantly killing yourself isn't even relevant. <laughs> just don't be a Sith. Oh, God. Yeah, no, this is a fun little magic lesson. I think, like, a lot of this. I don't know how much discussion meat is on it, but a lot of it is good to know. Yeah, yeah. Like it just I, kind of I like the out. depth for the magic system. Yeah, and I think it like it's going to make when big battles do come and like this is I think it's like easing you into the fact that this is the focus. Yeah. Pretty. yeah, yeah early because mm. like if we got to a magic battle we were expecting like, like i know i'm casting chain lightning on these guys and fireballing this dude mm. 
and what you're getting is like they're just like staring at each other thinking yeah, really hard good luck I'm behind 50 firewalls like yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to give each other like an explosive like brain hemorrhage <laughs> I feel like that would be kind of a for my, no, they're not even trying to give it to each other they're trying to get the, the, the every, troops, every, other, every other guy yeah. disrespect to the troops turn off their brain <laughs> but yeah I feel like that would be like a not a shock but it's not what you're expecting out of a magic battle I think it's good that they're prepping us this early mm. I think the magic system's good here yeah I think. Yeah. The, it on, the choice of wordplay mm. yeah um, that point about magic battles it builds on what we've already learnt about like a one on one mage battle mm-hmm. and then being like okay but in an actual like war situation you wouldn't do it like that you'd do a completely different situation where you're trying to protect all your all of your troops yeah yeah, yeah. in your area as well as being hidden from like a spear mm-hmm. <laughs> i think it's so cute how much by a pebble. clearly thought about this like and he's like on his yeah. bed picking his feet daydreaming about his like wars and shit <laughs> so cute the comment about needing to have wards set up against spells from outside such as the pebble from, from three miles pebble. away such as the sniper <laughs> <laughs> the spells such as a thrown knife I wonder, what's the energy conversion for like healing a bruise which most magicians can't do and then throwing a pebble really fast and killing someone I think someone. you can throw a pebble really fast and kill someone way easier than you can heal a bruise Agree. Yeah, it's a lot of complex chemical processes to heal like speeding that up I um, feel like saying is heal. stop it <laughs> <laughs> heal bruise <laughs> and then you just die I'm sorry this is how the magic works they say heal <laughs> Yeah, but it's like making it heal fast. You're they say heal and then quick. you get brain blasted because it's too much energy. Die of a brain bleed. But that was the thing, is it didn't seem as though they have like an innate separate magic energy. Like a normal person who's bad at magic has the same amount of energy like as an untrained person who's good at magic. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just can't use it. They just somehow. can't use it. Yeah, they I think it's just it. like they're like restricted from the flow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think pebble is easier. I think people's much, much, people much easier. Throw. People is throw people. Yeah. What's the word? He, he uses, like, a Jirda? word. Jirda? No, that's... That's, that's break. No. Uh, that's he thr- uses crystal? a word for, like, propel. Yeah. I think it's thruster, yeah. Not even just throw. Something else. Thrust. Yeah, it's thruster. And then Aramis is like, yes, but you could use letter or call her. <laughs> <laughs> I think from... Okay, so in this section, Aragon begins to speak Elvish just, like, as his basic... Yeah, well, under, yeah. under Aramis's instruction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but but well, like, actually, he gives up on it almost instantly, and then tries again, and gives up on it, and then tries again. Oh yeah, he gives up to like swear, um, and to... he gives up on it many times in these chapters because mm-hmm. he just can't be bothered, and then gets back into it after a few minutes. Well, like, oh, I should probably try again. Sometimes Auric's there. <laughs> yeah, Auric is. I yeah, yeah. Does Auric speak this? Fuck no. No way, right? No way. But There's yeah, no I thought it was... Him. He... The elves wouldn't teach a dwarf. No way. Um, his, like... What was I... What is it? His, like... Not cadence, but the way he speaks. Like, his mm. vocabulary doesn't actually change when you're reading. No, no yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sometimes he pauses for a bit and then says exactly what he yeah. means. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, I don't believe personally that he knows this much, but I'm going to let it slide. Yeah. It's kind of, it like, is, um... immersion learning, you know? Yeah. It's mm. not to the level of, um... The brilliant Tumblr post of someone who couldn't find her husband in a French cathedral and, and walked up and said in French, I've lost my man. He looks like wheat. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that he has blonde hair. 
Oh, good. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, yeah, and then, and then Sephira shows up. Sephira um, shows up. She's, being she's been funny. She's being very funny. She's, she's being teasing. A it's, yeah. yeah, she is a little baby kitty cat. It's going to end really poorly for her. This big guy doesn't like her this, very much. This big guy's getting pissed off. He rolls at her. It's sick. Yeah, it's like also he's huge, huge, huge. He's and it's, huge. They describe it as like a sparrow next to an eagle. Yeah, you know, which is so funny. Which is so just like she's what such kind of a, eagle though. I don't know. <laughs> There's a big difference, Chris. <laughs> some of them are large. Some of them are medium. American bald eagle. Yeah, probably, probably a bald eagle. It's so sad Not that the them. bald eagle doesn't sound very good. There's cry. He, get, he gets yeah, dumped over. They, they kind of tail out. <laughs> Do you think the dragons sound really all those, stupid? Think about it. Think of all those red-tailed hawks who would lose their voice acting gigs yeah. if people was good. <laughs> yeah, right. This is great for the red-tailed hawk economy. Great for the hawks. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I just think she's being really, really funny and sweet here, but I know it ends really badly, so I'm like <laughs> scared on the inside. But I do like how they're both kind of going through a very similar, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like uh, emotional teen thing at the moment. Um, it's very well done. It's yeah, it's just, he's a little further along on the journey of you've just met a new person who, of the opposite gender who's cool. <laughs> <laughs> She's only just met That's Xavier, all it takes. <laughs> but he's been like pining after Arya for like a month. <laughs> I think it's been like three or four maybe. months. No, wait, Sephira yeah. is like six months old, I think. So maybe four maybe months. Maybe four months. Yeah. And she was unconscious for one of them. <laughs> but yeah, he was already pining. One of the months, it was just like uh, a girl in his dreams. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, I thought about a woman. <laughs> Guys. Help. <laughs> um, what is my other note? Oh my God, he literally did just like dream about a woman and go like, she's real and she's out real, there, and, and I sa- have to go get we her. Need to save her. <laughs> Insane. He's so dumb. There's only two children in this elf town. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy to me. I wonder what the population actually is. Like, I don't know. They seem to all be laying about in the streets, like lollygagging. So. They have no jobs. They don't need to do anything. <laughs> yeah, they don't need do to be not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are sitting in a hall and reading and playing the flutes and such. I really like the hall. The hall uh, is really sounds, cool. Sounds amazing in there. Yeah, I really like the um, the way that he describes it as they're like walking through this glade of trees and suddenly they're inside and he doesn't didn't even really register that he had moved to an indoor space. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was really cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's. I didn't have a lot of notes on this one, just that it's a swag spot. Uh, it's really I cool. had the um, when they're on their way home and he's saying to Sephira, like, come on, it's really embarrassing the way you're acting. And she's like, oh, yeah, what about Aria? And they get home and immediately the door knocks and he goes, oh. I hope it's Arya. And then it says, it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he's like, oh my god, I would love to do that. Yeah, I'd love Seriously, to go to a wall. We would like to do Sarah's that. like, I'm coming to <laughs> <laughs> Trying her absolute best to protect him. Oh my him. god, oh my god, someone knocked on the door. What if it's Arya? And then it's over the page. She had. Enter. <laughs> Enter, he said, hoping that Arya had returned to see him. She had. <laughs> <laughs> I like she's I know later she's very upset but this is a little bit on her like a this little fu- bit no this is funny she took him to the tree about and told him the story about how it's bad to date an older woman <laughs> yesterday <laughs> yesterday and then is hanging out with him again today 
It, she made it pretty clear. It's his fault. I'd give him like a couple of days to sit on it. Yeah, let him process for a bit. I don't know. He got... he's, he's not a smart young man. If I was her, I feel like I would have gone, I don't think he's got it yet. He got hit in the head really hard today. <laughs> he did get this it. Is, um, Explains everything. Consistent theme of this entire series is everyone overestimates him a little bit. <laughs> it's, just, it's just how it is. Everyone expects him to be a bit better than he is. You can't blame them. <laughs> They look at all of the things he's done in his life and, like, the sum of all the parts and they put put two and two together, but he's only one. Yeah, they're making some assumptions about things that uh, simply don't exist. Oh, I like how they call um, their house the Eerie. It's really, really cute. Mm, yeah. So. How much do we want to talk about this? Um, this flower so they're scene? in the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he asks, what's your favourite flower? <laughs> And she goes and shows him a flower that is conveniently right there, and it's cool and goth. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. He goes, whoa. Uh, around <laughs> the tree's lowest so branch coiled a morning glory with three velvety black blossoms that were clenched shut. Blowing on them, Aria whispered, open. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and they can continue. Oh, Let's sure. Get the- yeah, uh, you go. The petals rustled as they unfurled fanning their inky robes who exposed the hoard of nectar in their centres. A starburst of royal blue filled the flowers' throats, diffusing into the sable corolla like the vestiges of day into night. Ooh, he had so much fun writing mm-hmm. that. It's um, fun. She's so emo. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, what, she's, like, 70. She's, she's 70. not old. She's kind of, like, <laughs> she's, she's like, flipping a bang over yeah. her eye, like, these are my favourite flowers. <laughs> They're, like, so deep and dark. I think 70 is, like, me. early 20s for a dwarf, for an elf. For a dwarf. Not a dwarf. Um, she's also, you know, to be fair, she is pretty obvious here as well when Aragorn's, like, Mm, you're so beautiful. Yeah. And she's like, thanks, um, my boyfriend made these for me before he was murdered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's still, he, well, it's not that he doesn't get it. He, he just, gets really angry. He just goes, well, not angry, oh. but he's really hurt and offended. Yeah. He doesn't take our compliment the way he wanted her to. Uh, and he seriously considers trying to cast invisibility. Yes! <laughs> he wished he could turn invisible and even consider trying to cast a spell that would allow him to do just that. <laughs> That's, I've written, um, in book, brother. Yeah. Like, so he's so tough. So she says, is it not the most perfect and lovely flower? He says, yes, it is. As are you. And then she says, Ah, oh, you're too kind. But Fallon created this especially for me one summer solstice long ago. <laughs> He's silent. He shuffles a bit. He stands up a little straighter. Please excuse us. Arya spit Kona, oh, but it is late and we God, must return he, to our tree. He doesn't say anything. He just goes. <laughs> oh, I gotta go. He's like, I'm about to throw up. Like, oh, I gotta go. uh, she starts smiling harder and says, I understand. <laughs> This was well, uh, after he says it, he looks away and gets she's like nervous. So he like looks back at her, and she's like staring directly at him. Hey, do you get it? Hey, hey, hey! It's like, yeah, my um, the, a beloved man in my life created these flowers from scratch specifically for me, and that's why they're my favorite. Looks at I you. gotta go. <laughs> oh, I gotta get out of here, oh, guys. I think I have COVID. <laughs> I think I have COVID. <laughs> He is not horny about this. He's no, devastated. He's about to die. Yeah. Uh, Safira yells at him. 
I think, yeah. No, this whole argument is so funny. Like, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> I think everyone, I think you should not have done that. I think she's mad that she made her her complicit by, like, standing there. <laughs> like, why would you say that to her with me around? This is so embarrassing. She's gonna think I'm cringe. It's <laughs> like, fucking her up by association. You're it's cringe. It's very, like, you think I'm cringe? What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, I love them in these two chapters. They're having, they're like, so girl besties arguing at the moment. Yeah, so good. <laughs> this whole argument that they have, he is in the most, like, some delectable delusion from Eric on oh, here. He's like, so he's so funny. I can just imagine, I know that these, the audiobooks for this are not, like, voice acted, but I can imagine, like, if it was, like, the back and forth would be so <laughs> just good. Pitching each so other funny. out for half a page. It's She's so a princess, good. and I'm a writer. She's an elf, you're a human. I look oh. more like an elf every day. <laughs> like, his. Whoa. Aragon, that she's over a hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> like it would be so good. So <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this just rocks. It was so hilarious. It's so good. <laughs> and she's right. She's, she's right. Yes, right. She's so right. Uh, her being a princess isn't particularly the problem. No, it's but, not really the point. Um, <laughs> it, it kind of is a problem. It, it doesn't but help, not like but it's not the on, main yeah. problem. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> because she could stop being a princess if she wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, Aragon, she's over a hundred years old. <laughs> well, I will be too eventually. <laughs> yeah, but she'll still be a hundred years older than you, too. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I was born one day after my sister when I was one day old she was twice my age I'm 40 now how old is she it's like he's, this, he's trying to do no. this kind of situation with her and it's just not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah I love this argument I love them I oh, hope they keep so I hope they keep biting each other forever it's hilarious yeah. yeah I just because I read these when I was what like 12 years old this was a normal... This was actually a serious conflict for me, to be fair. I was like, oh my god, they're really fighting. They're really fighting. Now, this is like the funniest baby argument in the world, and I'm really obsessed <laughs> with how they're... This is like, exactly like... The feeling I got reading that was exactly like the, oh my god, and they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could just imagine if, obviously, it's happening in their head, but like, being the... The random elf with a liar as they walk past. Whoa. Like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it on my tablet to tell the girlies later. I'm not yeah. sure I should be watching this. I don't know. But I will Hang on, be. let me just like, <laughs> take an image. <laughs> let me just make a photo for this <laughs> real quick. <laughs> it's just a photo, right? Like, I it's basically so. just a photo. It's um, magic. It's magic photo. Oh, and then and Auric... if you smash it, it goes away. I, I like that. I like that it disappears. Um, then Auric shows up um, fucked up on elf <laughs> potions. Oh, yeah. So funny. He's oh, taking this funny one that makes him more <laughs> eloquent. <laughs> so good. I like when he's walking up the stairs, um, Aragorn's pulling him upright and he's like, um, surprised as he always was by how dense Auric was, like a miniature boulder. <laughs> I love how we keep getting the confirmation that dwarves are like rocks. made of stone. Yeah. <laughs> so dense, <laughs> so so good. I I'm 
I'm a little worried for Auric and his situation. He's mm-hmm. like, what's a lonely dwarf to do? He's got nothing exactly. to do. He I'm, can't even send letters to his beloved. Oh my god, it's <laughs> the bombshell that he's engaged. Unbelievable. <laughs> my um, wife to he's be. He's a future wife guy. He's a future yeah. wife guy. I hope he's here. Yeah, how beautiful like a, her calves are. Yeah, they're so smooth. Can't believe he's seen them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Scandalous. Um, but I do wish him the best on his elf drugs journey. Um, I hope he like <laughs> yeah. discovers some, some personal truth. I like the writing here. He's like slurring and um, uh, he's he's losing his his tongue. What is put me in one state? <laughs> I just I drowned in elves shed their thrice damn courtesy. <laughs> Bloodless they be, tender they are. Yes, sir. No shirt, three bags full, sir. Nary a pip more I can extract. He's like pissed off. They won't hang out with him in the right yeah, way. They won't have fun. Like, he makes like this funny time. joke about giants and like how the elves and the humans are giants around a dwarf. <laughs> I think the elves are like just they're not. They're not getting his jokes. No, they need no. to cut. They They're need to cut loose. They it. need to freak out. They need to go dwarf mode. It's, it's upsetting. I also something that made me so sad was when um, he gives uh, Aragon a bit of this, and Aragon starts like talking about everything that Oryx missed. That we don't get Aragon's mm-hmm. like loquacious nonsense yeah. paragraph. Yeah, so they took two slugs though. Yeah, true. I love that he's talking about like. I'm lonely. People won't hang out with me. I'm not having fun here because you're busy all the time and no one else will talk to me. And Sphere is like, have you tried getting a hobby? I know! <laughs> it's like, that's not the problem. <laughs> I also, um... Does Auric get to hang out with the blacksmith? I don't think I don't so. think she wants to hang out with she him. She wants to hang out with anyone. Um, well, I think yeah. that would be pretty funny, though. She's very standoffish. Yeah. Um, after, I think they would get along. <laughs> after Aragorn's done talking, um, and Sophia, like, like, right after Sophia asks him if he's married, Auric, if he's married, the, you get this line, which is like, um, the question surprised Aragorn. He had never stopped to wonder about Auric's personal <laughs> life. Like, it's Bro. so okay. much of this chapter, no, not this chapter, but this little bit is just Aragorn and Tony being like, I really forgot about that guy. Oh yeah, I don't really think about Auric that way. He just like doesn't care about him. And it's so yeah. sad. It's like, bro, you're literally like his adopted brother. You need to maybe pay attention to yeah. him a little bit more. You didn't even know that he's betrothed to the daughter of Thorgood One Eye and Hill Glada. Him and Glada. God, that's a bad name. The, the granddaughter of mine aunt. Yeah, um, so... Hrothgar's cousin twice removed. So, he, dwarves can't marry outside their clan. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, I well, think they, they can. Work. He just said, he was just like, how could you suggest that I would? Yeah, so they, well, yeah, he's they a little princeling. He is a princeling, oh, that's yeah, true. true. Um, and I guess, like, in the olden times, it was really normal to know how related your wife was to you. It's not very related. <laughs> it's not very related, but it's... The granddaughter of your aunt. The aunt's old. <laughs> True. But the aunt is uh, a cousin twice removed. Mm-hmm. Of Frothgar, who's... Of Frothgar. His uncle? They're not, yeah. not direct uncle, I don't right. think. Mm. I guess you can just, like, adopt anyone to I a clan. I think he's, like, an uncle once Maybe. removed or something. Right, yeah. yeah. I don't think this woman none is extremely is related to him. None of them are particular. I don't think anyone's, like, an immediate family no, yeah, that yeah, we yeah. know of in the dwarves at all. Yeah, interesting, <laughs> It's actually. all, like, the the expanse web. Mm. Um, but I did think it was interesting how much he's talking about, like, the, how related to her. Like, how he is related to her. Yeah. In just, like, a monarchy 
noble kind of way. way. It's just like reminding you that Auric is a prince. Yeah, that and and just like I don't know, I, I any glimpse I can get into how dwarves work, I'm really interested. <laughs> yeah, they've got a lot of cool stuff going on. There's a line where Auric's trying to warn Aragon, like don't don't chase after Arya. He wakes a finger. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> he goes go like fuck. Wagging a finger, Arik said, The rock beneath you is floored, Aragon. Don't tempt fate. Arya, it's too late for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Not even like a what? A whatever. Just like, I don't deal with this. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> And then, like, when he's, um, when Aragorn's, like, helping him go to bed, he's wearing his mail just, like, around. Yeah. It's like, you're not in a combat situation, It's just like the, the men dying of heat stroke in the Surda Castle. <laughs> they just feel like they have to wear their armor at all times. Yeah. It's so sad. This is toxic masculinity that's worse. <laughs> he, he climbed hundreds of steps wearing that. <laughs> Oh, poor thing. They shouldn't have strung a lift. Alright, goes to sleep, muttering the name of his uh, fiance. Yeah. Vedra. Future wife. Vedra. Current G. Oh, isn't it so beautiful when a wife guy is born? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, nature of evil. I don't remember ever meeting her. I hope that we do when she's cool. We haven't met her yet. No, not yet. Oh, I don't remember ever meeting her. Yeah, neither do I. I honestly forgot he was engaged. I, yeah. I completely forgot, yeah. I had literally no clue. Mm. Delighted to hear that he's a wife guy, though. Yeah, delighted. Oh, that he will be. I was genuinely ready to write our confirmed bachelor, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, they're just like, (laughs) Permanent bachelor. He's not. (laughs) In case of the not gays. Alright, um, I think it's so, so, so funny coming into this chapter that Aramis um, pairs Aragon up with not only the guy with the biggest chip on his shoulder in the history of chips regarding the writers, but um, a massive racist as massive well. Massive racist. <laughs> Just, I imagine it's hard to find an elf who's not. That's true. I don't know, it seems like when he's out in the field, everyone else is like, whoa, dude. Um, I think I it's because this guy the, because this guy's, the dragon. Yeah, That's this true. guy's insulting a dragon. They're all like, whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah this um i i imagine he will probably come back and apologize for this yeah. at some point but this is crazy behavior i just aragon interrupts his uh, introduction to the two of them and then gets mad that he gets ignored while he continues introducing himself because <laughs> 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 he's so used to knowing like talking to safira he's like oh you said hi to me ah are you gonna teach me to sword fight he's like Hello, dragon. <laughs> Hi, Severe. How are By you doing? By the way, this is my name. <laughs> like, Aragon, you were in the wrong. <laughs> you're like, also, you're the le- less venerated party in this situation. Yeah, people love the dragon. He, I don't think he's come to terms writer. with that. He has yeah. not at no. all come to terms with that. No, you're a worm compared to her. I, I like yeah. the sparring yard. I think the fighting here is, is good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's fun. Noting that Aragon just goes in thinking, like, yeah, I'm totally going to get my ass handed to me. Um, yeah. Question. See this um, bit here where he's fighting and he, you know, Vanir, like, gets him multiple times and goes dead, dead, yeah, dead yeah, each yeah. time. Doesn't Brom do that to him in the first book? Yeah. Like, with yeah. that exact, like, do 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 um, not a, not in, like, four in a row. No, he just but, beats like, him, he like, does do the dead, 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 yeah. dead thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I, I thought was an interesting reuse. Um, well, I think he reused it because it's swag. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it comes back later in a very fun way. Um, 
But yeah, this dude sucks shit. That's I don't know. He's, he's notably he's like a, a younger elf, if that means anything. Yeah, so I think like... he does realize at the end of the fight that this guy's probably like a teenager as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like after the after the sparring, mm-hmm. I think Safira marching up to this dude and like going tapping him and going dead. Like the fact that he didn't <laughs> kill over yeah. on the spot. <laughs> the whole crowd who had they had previously been gasping and muttering about his uh, atrocious breach of etiquette. Mm. And then I can just imagine them all going, Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, very schoolyard. <laughs> very much like... <laughs> No, <laughs> oh, yeah, I like I love it. Kind so of swag. Um, he has another seizure, seizure, mm-hmm. and is bleeding from the mouth in some way from having like bitten a lip or a tongue or whatever. He smears blood over his hand and is like thin enough for you. Yeah, he's pretty. He kind of swags it. They both do. I he think they get their own neck here pretty yeah. well. Um, and they head to Aramis's hut. Um, I am, it's starting to piss me off how much they're just calling it a hut. It's his home. You can just say house. Like, we get it, it's a, it's one room. That's okay. There's more Maybe to the place as well, you know? <laughs> Maybe he's commuting the to the hut, hut as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, like, a huge mansion on the end of town. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, just under the cliff. <laughs> I think he's tired of, like, these early mornings having to commute to the hut. That's why he's sending Aragorn <laughs> to fight with Venera. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking sick of it. <laughs> Mid students be like, sick of commuting to the hut. <laughs> Just gonna fight the other mid students in a parking lot. <laughs> Whoever comes out on top is the best doctor. Yeah. yeah, no, I think sending him away to, um, play with this other child was probably him just being tired and not wanting to do it for the day. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, though, he set the alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I would hate if someone set an alarm clock for me. Well, I yeah. could I'd not do so that. I'd be so mad. I'd be murdered. If someone handed me a walnut and it woke me up at 6am every day and there's nothing I could do. You know what? I'd smash that shit with a knife. <laughs> yeah, I'd be getting rid of it immediately. <laughs> Eating the innards and everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, the meditation's good. Um, the, and he uh, actually the moral enjoy, he enjoys his good. Pilates and his meditation today, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a long moral conversation with Aramis. He thinks about how <laughs> I like that the ants are the solution to his uh, moral riddle. Obsessed with ants. Obsessed. It's really funny. Um, after he's had that like that little chat with him about how the um, twins were probably the. Uh, traders and blah 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 blah. I think it's jumping a bit. Too yeah, far. I mean, we can we can talk about the the moral quandary with oh, Galatorix. Really? <laughs> I thought it was pretty like. Well, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. It's like this guy is well, evil. Yeah, but we didn't cover it in the summary, so you can't just reference it and then skip straight That's past it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. I talked about it briefly, but not all of it. Yeah, so Aragorn basically realizes that uh, all of the dragons that got killed were also people and are a race that, that uh, deserve to live. Oh, yeah, and, the, and the that's only his reason. reason that, yeah, that yeah, the only yeah, way yeah. to help them survive is to get the eggs back from Galaxy. <laughs> oh, this is also where he um, learns that racism is 
not cool. Yeah. Well, doesn't learn. This is where he's extremely racist and Oremus kind of challenges it and then they move on. Because well, I feel like it's going to take a little bit longer than one conversation to unlearn well, this Well, because Aragorn shit. still doesn't know that Aragorn's are people. I think he does. He just thinks they're evil people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, like, it's a but very that's where good... there's the confrontation moving from, like, Galatorix is evil because he's evil, but then, like, is the Shade evil just because he's evil? Mm. And then, like, no, because the Shade was controlled by evil spirits. Mm-hmm. And the Urgul's evil just because they're evil. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah, of yeah. course, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's um, how it works. Yeah, it's very in line with, like, what we know about the culture of the Palangpar Valley, and, like, mm-hmm. I always keep going back to that image of the, like, the horns in Mons Tavern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, he's not sold on them not being evil here. Oh, he thinks they're worse than beasts, so I yeah. think it's a bit more than not sold. He's a, you know, <laughs> he's not on board yet, but I think Oremus is starting to work on him, which is good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it might take him a little minute. It's not the kind of, like, review you can afford in a day. He's also putting in hints there that Galvatorix might be behind the Oracles being evil, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Do they are mention the Oracle magicians here, or is that nah. way later? Okay. Um, but yeah, I but thought- there's just more talk on normal magic and how there's energy and mm-hmm. how to kill. It mentions yeah. electricity. Do you think these guys would? Because like in nature, the only oh. electricity really is lightning, right? I don't think we've actually heard of electricity I would, otherwise. I would wager right? that if you control left both of these books, this is the first time it showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we like, would have said something about it. Yeah. So in. Yeah, the only natural light, like electricity you find is lightning. Yeah. So I'm just interested to see how he would, first of all, how electricity and, and you know from magic would be useful for these guys, but also like how do you explain that in a like mm. take it out of its context to someone who just doesn't know what it is or what it can do. So I don't know. Chain lightning. Chain, Chain lightning. lightning. Yeah. <laughs> Check this out. Answer the phone. Useful explains it. <laughs> there are scientists. There are elder scientists. Yeah, there are elder were... scientists. I thought they were, I thought everyone thought they were lame though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are flops. Fuck natural philosophy. Because <laughs> um, King Oren's a scientist. Yeah, King yeah. Oren's a scientist. He's doing physics he's, and chemistry. He's doing chemistry. So... Do you think he's doing like? Are you able to create like a voltage thing without? Yeah. Yeah. Without like a modern electrical generation. Scale? Well, that's what batteries are. They're yeah. chemical. Right. Batteries are chemical. I wonder if he's invented a chemical battery. He could have. <laughs> I, I hope he. Not, not they, for large scale. They're like vague, vague time period that this fantasy world in is past the time when the first chemical battery. Was invented. I'm pretty sure. Oh, cool! Oh, interesting. We had really shit ones for ages. <laughs> they, were, they weren't really useful, but oh, we had yeah. them. <laughs> Just notable that they create charge. I hope they like, did something. Yeah, yeah. Oren brings them into the electrical age. Oh my god! They're what fighting double torques, and they've all got like just lamps. And what if trilogy two? Yeah. Trilogy two has technology. What if they have TV? Oh man! Oh my god! No, actually, what? That's stupid. What if I, they had radio? What if they had an iPad, baby? What if they had iPad? <laughs> <laughs> None of this would have happened if Aragorn was iPad baby. No. No, yeah, no, I no, he'd be more matter, more radicalized. <laughs> Galvatorx would control the masses with cocoa melon. <gasps> oh my god, no, he's he's on the he's on the waves doing awesome Wells War of the World shit to them. No, would have <laughs> fucking cancelled Brom online. <laughs> telling him about <laughs> suspended on fantasy Twitter. <laughs> it's really embarrassing, dude. <laughs> 
get hit with the community notes. <laughs> community notes. Brom the Storyteller is not a reliable source. <laughs> the story is bullshit. The king is great. They fucking Brom. <laughs> community notes. Brom the Storyteller is a noted liar. <laughs> source, also, where source is he? It is none. <laughs> also, do you know his home address? <laughs> L plus ratio. Plus no dragons. Don't. Nick, that's too far. <laughs> L plus ratio plus the Rosaka heading to your house. Rosaka <laughs> in your walls. <laughs> oh man, do we just talk about the Rosaka in this chapter? Yeah, is it yeah. this one? Yes. Yeah. Swag. Well, we talk a bit about um about how you can kill an army of people with like no energy. Yeah, you just as like... long as you know human anatomy. <laughs> Sever oh all God. the arteries. Oh, fucked up. Well, only, one. it only takes one. one. <laughs> what else is that? She needs to lose once. <laughs> the wartime tactics of magicians. I think it's cool how the, the magicians have to be near the front lines to protect them. Mm-hmm. In the the martial classes have to hold shields over the wizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole the whole like tactical setup of this is really interesting mm-hmm. and cool. Um, it's just like. I don't know, it's good to get insight into this kind of stuff. And also the um, fact that the twins lied when they were like, um, yeah, he knows how to do wards, uh, don't worry. Jericho yeah. knows all magic, don't like, worry about it. He's really good at it. <laughs> he was. He shows up and he's clearly a child and they're like, where's Brom? And he's like, Brom died. And then the magicians, the extremely suspicious magicians... They do fucking mind torture on him. They mind torture on him and they're like, oh yeah, he knows all magic and everyone was okay with it. Like, <laughs> oh, of course he must know all magic. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Competent in all matches. <laughs> so, so, so. The fact that no, no one like questioned, no, no, no one asked him. No, no. one asked him. Oh, you know about magic? this? <laughs> like, oh, it's impressive that you've learned so much all magic so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, they let him bless that a, baby. It's such a bold claim. That's interesting. So, Arya lost the egg. Three months ago, and you've already learned all magic. That's really amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even Arya's like, like yeah, cool. Seriously? You learned all magic. Arya's been in his skull <laughs> with his like very little knowledge of magic. There's nothing in there. Yeah, neither Ajahad nor Arya doubted their judgment. <laughs> Babe, I think you might have. Like, you, you should have doubted their judgment. They shouldn't have trusted the twins for anything. They barely did. Why did they believe him on this thing? I don't know. I have, he like... He came up with wards between words. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, wards, words weren't... Uh, wards weren't invented yet. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I think we're allowed it's to really have a little funny. problem with it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifying that Arya knew about it as well. <laughs> like, if it had just been... And Ashi had never thought any more of it. It's like, okay, yeah, well, he didn't know magic. So, of course, like... That's fine. This guy knows wards. Oh, yeah, Aragorn? right? He knows wards. Cool. Yeah. Aragorn knows some of these uh, insults in the elven tongue. He's yeah. the most smooth-tongued, bald-pated, tick-infested, treacherous dogs. <laughs> they tried to get me killed. And you know he means it. <laughs> yeah. He can't lie. Not lying about them being bald. Uh, reverting <laughs> to his own bald. language, he indulged in several more pungent oaths. <laughs> Pungent. So you know it's bad if the oath is pungent. (laughs) It's stinking. Arva says, do not befoul the air. That's how bad it is. Yeah, I I like this whole combo. Just like, it makes everyone retroactively look really dumb. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, 
Arya said she was fighting so many Urgle magicians. Did they not go for you? It's like, I didn't even know they existed. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really cool that we get confirmation that Urgles can and do do magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, and also that, like... <clears throat> They had multiple magicians on their side. Yeah. The twins are a traitor, and so the only... And, and everybody thought that Aragorn was doing wards and shit, but he really, really wasn't. Mm-hmm. So the only active magician they really had on that field was Angela, who's a different kind of magician, and Arya, and they still <laughs> won. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I also think he might have come up with Oracle Magicians between yeah. books, perhaps. Um, then Aramis teaches Aragon 12 methods to kill. <laughs> <laughs> All easier than picking up an ink-laden pen. Fucked up. And then it's he, right. he finishes that and says, yeah, the Razak won't stand a chance yeah. the next time they cross my path. <laughs> He's like, no, literally waggling no, no, his no. finger like, no, 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 wait, 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 The wait, second wait. time he said a finger wagged it. I know. Possibly not literally in this case, but like very much in a conversation had a finger wagged mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm always excited for more info on the Razak. Yeah. And I really like the, the like, metaphor he uses here. Mm. Or the, the ospreys. ospreys. Yeah, yeah where yeah, he's yeah. talking about, like, you know, what ospreys eat. And there goes, like, yeah, yeah, fish, obviously. And, and he basically just explains how predators it, work to him. Even mm. if you're really good at what you do, the predator is really designed yeah. to kill pre- you. Yeah, he's, he explains, like, evolutionary specifications, mm-hmm. like, specialization to yeah. him in very loose terms. Yeah. And it's like, these creatures evolved to kill you specifically. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't yeah. try and, like, get them. It, like, vaguely reminded me of, I've just finished reading The Three-Body Problem, mm-hmm. and in that, um, spoilers, there's some aliens in it. Yep. Um, and the aliens in that it's like a frequent thing where people are thinking about it it's like if aliens managed to like contact us and like actually come here they'd be at a level of advancement that we would be bugs to them Mm -hmm. Mm, Um, and that's the thing that like comes through like over and over again like we are bugs in comparison it feels a bit like that yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely and I uh, just like you get more of a description of them and their, of their life cycle, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. They hatch from eggs. Yes, they're little, and they call the like the, the young ones pupa, which is yeah. Like, yeah, so cool. Just they're just so gross and mm. evil and disgusting. Yeah, and that um, two stage life cycle reminds me of the Skritna from Animorphs. Ah, Yo. Where, um, they start out life as a Skrit, which is um, like a like. A grey, like an alien. It's like a <laughs> Oh, cool, cool, um, cool. And then they uh, pupate and become the Na, who are like a completely different like bodily structure. Cool. Cool. Um, and they're immune to the Yurks because they do that transformation in the middle and the Yurk could get like dissolved. Oh, oh that's awesome. Right. That's so cool. Yeah. How, oh, wait, no. It's, I was going to say, how does the Yurk survive transforming its body? But it's deep it's, it's space. It's deep space. It's still everything's deep space. Yeah, but this isn't. This is a biological process. So, so it's not deep space. Yes. Cool. Very nice. I think also they might not have ears, but the, the body <laughs> thing is They just can't get well. out. Yeah, if you don't have like. Can they get through your brain through your mouth? If you didn't have ears and nose... They're not specialised for it. Yeah, you know? not specs for that. Yeah. yeah, there are other alien species that get mentioned in animals that are unfit for infestation for reasons like that. Cool. Um, I'd be like, so happy to be unfit like for infestation. Like, yeah. the fucking idiot, the arm, who are the ones who bioengineered the hawk And they were like, oh, let's make ourselves unfit for infestation. Let's turn on a gene so if they infest us, we die instantly. <laughs> Close your ears, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Put a hat on. 
then they all die. They Have an internal like gene that like <laughs> makes your white blood cells really strong or something to, to like get them. Like just make it so they can't get to mechanisms. Why don't you kill yourself? Yeah, or just grow a new tympanic membrane they can't get through. Who gives a shit? You, they're like super engineered a whole species of intelligent they beings. Super engineered almost every species on the entire planet. Come on, man. And then that was their solution. The it's so stupid. Love them. Get a grip, guys. What else have I got here? The um, Razak have powers. They don't have powers. What have they got? This they've got nasty breath. Nasty um, they've, they've got night, night, night vision. They've got bad breath. They've got jump high. They've yeah. got strong. They've got the fog. Um, they've yeah. got the morbid fear of deep water. <laughs> Kind of a cop out that elves are immune to the fog. (laughs) Elves are immune to the fog. Dwarves are mildly affected by the fog. Well, it's because they're not they're not specs for elf. Mm. Mm -hmm. I guess elves must just be like internally biologically quite different. I Mm. guess. Well, it's like the um the Razaka like specced specifically for human killing, Mm -hmm. and then they grow older and are able to spread their wings beautifully and are specced for killing everything. The first full moon of their 20th year, mm. they shed their exoskeleton, spread their wings, and emerge as adults. Oh my god, on their 21st? Yo! <laughs> so that oh means god, like imagine, a baby. Imagine the Rizark's 21st! <laughs> Doing a big bong of blood with my dad. Beer bong of blood, of course. <laughs> they can't smoke? No, I don't think that. I don't think they don't have lungs. Good for them. <laughs> no, no go through all those air cavities out their body. Like yeah, a oh, fuck their spiracles up so really bad. <laughs> they get high instant. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I just think it would interact poorly with the fog. I'm concerned, you know? Uh, the parents Maybe are... that's how they make it. <laughs> the parents are no longer called Razak. They are called Leatherblocker. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, similar to um, Skullblocker, like the yeah, Warfare Dragon. dragon yeah. yeah, I think Blocker just means, like, flying thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but leather. Yeah, I guess we're an image of perfection, but they're still talking about Razak. Yeah, they talk about it for, like, the rest of the page. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really interesting that the Razak problem in wherever the King Palinkar was from might might have been bad enough that you had everybody just mm-hmm. had to leave. I think that's cool, yeah. 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 It's like I'm just the, the blighted hell world where like there are so many of those fucking insane <laughs> things God. that are like think about how much like chaos they've caused, how scary they yeah. are, and there's just two of them. They're like it like, would be so dangerous to like leave by boat. You're going so slowly, yeah. and these things can fly. The, mm. Well, they're in deep. The fear of deep water. That's fear true. Yeah. So like the the like Some blasted badland they must have left behind is like yeah. So yeah. scary to think about. I really like it. Do you think they always have twins, or are these guys special? <laughs> I I I think I in mean, my heart they, they always they, have twins, but I mean they lay eggs, so I guess they could have lots, and they're mm. just like. Maybe are really small and die. Yeah, maybe these are the only two who survived. <laughs> these are like I the only I'd two like Razak left. They were twins. Well, there's four of them. Oh yeah, the and two Razak and two Lithoblocker. Yeah, well, because the elves hunted them. The elves hunted de- the rest of them down. Yeah, if I was living somewhere and some really, really, really scary guys showed up, <laughs> I'd probably hunt them to extinction as well. To and be I honest. was immune from their brain. Yeah, fog. exactly. Their fog doesn't even work on me. Yeah, per. yeah. <laughs> but I imagine the Lithoblocker are a bit more of a problem for they're elves. They're very smart. Yes, they're very smart. And very evil. <laughs> um, and then he comes oh, to get the um, the specifics. is paying them. Yeah, Galvatorius is like, hey, if you do like a couple like little bits for me, 
I'll let you have a cult in my largest city. <laughs> you can eat as many people as you want, I so promise. And it's like swag. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal to be. And they fair. get set up, they have a couple babies, and they're all good. Yeah. Do you think he met them when they were adults or when they the two of them were pupa? Probably. I feel like they would have been wiped out of their pupa. Oh yeah. They have less fleeing options, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But they're smaller. Much to think about. Much to th- much to consider. I just, I don't know, it seems like they'd be easier to hunt. Yeah, I think so. We don't know the life cycle of the little blocker. That's true, mm. maybe they get something scarier happens. <laughs> <laughs> just no one's let them go that long. Oh. <laughs> On the first new moon of their hundredth year, <laughs> they turn into a normal guy named Norm. <laughs> hey, I was they thinking turn back like a sea monster. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That'd be sweet. I don't think there's any sea monsters in this series. There's not enough sea. Not yet. Yeah, there's like no ocean. No. Landlocked ass rider. (laughs) There's an ocean on two. Yeah, there's a giant coast on this continent. Yeah, but we don't get to hang out with it. Yeah, we do. Not that often. I thought we're on the boat and it's like mostly. (laughs) It's mostly off screen (laughs) on the boat. I have vivid memories on the boat. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm excited for the boat. I was just thinking, this guy's from Ohio or some shit. He probably there's never seen the Montana, sea. Montana. There's I more think. boat there, and that's later very boats. landlocked. It's very landlocked. Uh-huh. I think it, no, it's got mountains. I was going to say it's flat too. But that's all mountains. Oh my god! I, I think about that. It's stupid. <laughs> the stupid post about like flat Kansas. There's <laughs> <laughs> no so flat from perfectly flat Kansas. Ignore the 900 meter. <laughs> Look out! Look <laughs> out <laughs> for the 900 mile tall wall in the bisecting Kansas City. <laughs> they just put it all together. It's a topographical map, except they have flattened all of Kansas. So on one end there's mountains and yeah, it goes yeah. down, <laughs> and on the other end it's down into a plane and it's. Higher than there's like a cliff completely. And Walker. Kansas is one of those ones that's mostly square, so it's like straight lines. <laughs> it's really funny. It's so good. I love that post. Why did we bring that up? Um, I don't know how we got here. Let's move on. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Learning how to make a fair. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. I just like... I had forgotten this, and I was so happy for Aragorn, like, and his cool art style, and then those two showed up, and I went, hmm. Mm. I feel like, like Mungo style, I feel like something really bad is going to happen to me. The thing that I was really scared about is that it would be accidental. (laughs) At least this is fully on purpose. Like, this was a bad choice that he made, Mm -hmm. and... It's least embarrassing. I think he stands by it. He, out, he decides to do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think as a choice, it is. It's a terrible choice to make, and he was very silly. But I think he could have. He could have toned it down a little yes. bit. But the fact that it, he he chose to do it is, you know, it's at least better than he chose. If to he it, was yeah. trying to paint his beloved ants. And it was Arya, sexy by a campfire. That's way worse. Yeah, that's immediately cast one of the 12 killing spells you just learned on yourself. No, actually, that's grounds for turn invisible and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's retreat into the forest and never come back. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, the, the, the description of his little painting that he makes is really cute. Well, before... I just, yeah. I love Arya's looking at it and it's like, damn... No one thinks like this. <laughs> no Dude, one thinks like this for you? real. You're insane. <laughs> what the hell? Nobody thinks like this. <laughs> What's your deal? <laughs> What's your fucking problem? 
<laughs> Bro, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> I do I do love that Arik uh, shows up in his beautiful new tunic. He's finally, like... He's had a he got his hair done. I think he just had one sloppy night and was like, I can't be leaning on this teenager like this. I gotta do something. <laughs> he had one sloppy night and that teenager started being like, oh my god, I'm in love with Arya. And he was like... Oh god, that cannot happen again. I can't fucking hang out with this. <laughs> like, guy. I gotta go talk to Arya. The godsend blessing that it is that Arik never saw what the fuck was on that slate. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like, be over. Oh. Be, Aragorn would be disowned from the clan. He's lost the respect of Aramis and he's definitely lost Arya's respect. <laughs> but like, Arik was like Arik inches away from going, I'm disowning this young man. <laughs> I don't want to be disowned. You are no longer part of my clan. Like, it's just so fucking embarrassing, man. <laughs> I like uh, Arik uh, weaseling his way in here to come hang out. Oh, his like, his... Uh, what like Yusuf is like mm, my dwarven customs mean I have to come hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, well, like you see, I simply must spend my days um in the company of other people instead of alone drinking. <laughs> uh, it's completely reasonable. <laughs> no, it's good. It's uh, I I like how he frequently comes across as like I don't know. I like how intelligent he is in yeah, these yeah, kinds yeah. of situations where he's like, these people aren't taking me seriously, so I got to use some of my like not even dwarf clout, just like. Trapping elves in convention will always work, and that's what he does here, and I, I like it for him. He uses some dwarvish bureaucracy at them. Yeah. yeah. Which, like, I know they despise dwarves for the bureaucracy, but I feel like they're two sides of the same coin, you know? Mm, yeah, yeah. What's so The funny? elves can't um, lie, and the dwarves yeah. write contracts. <laughs> uh, Aragorn gets so distracted looking at Arya and trying to get her to look at him Ugh. that when Aramis and Arik have finished talking... Presumably he misses something, because uh-huh. Ar- Aramis has to be like, Aragorn! <laughs> Aragorn, stop <laughs> looking at her! Stop it! Aragorn, don't want her! <laughs> Aragorn, make another picture! <laughs> okay, oh. um... Okay. Can I just read this? Yeah, go nuts. Yes. Okay. The result left him speechless. Me too, buddy! Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> um... He's he's trying to concentrate on some pine needles. Eventually he realizes he can't because Arya's there and she's so beautiful. Um, <laughs> so he just, just decides to go for it. He composed an image of her in his head, which took but a heartbeat, since he knew her features better than his own. <laughs> I was cold reading, like cold dread reading this. Because like you don't get that he's going to like put it on. I wish like if those of you were listening, I wish you could see. You don't get that he's going to actually do this until four lines from the end of the page, and by then it's far too late. <laughs> and voice the spell in the ancient language, pouring all of his adoration, love, and fear of her into the currents of fey magic. The result left in speechless. <sighs> The path depicted Arya's head and shoulders against a dark, indistinct background. She was bathed in firelight from her right side and gazed out at the viewer with knowing eyes, appearing not just as she was, but as he thought of her, a mysterious, exotic, and the most beautiful woman he had ever seen. It was a flawless, imperfect picture, but it possessed such intensity and passion that it evoked a visceral response from Aragorn. This is how I really see her. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, her. <laughs> he put like the, like, the, the sexy filter, filter on, on her. her. Yeah. yeah. No. If I was her, I'd be really pissed off as well. It's like, you don't even, so I'm just an image to you? Like, 
It's just this whole thing is so skin cool. Well, I don't know. Whoever this woman was, she was so wise, so powerful, and so <laughs> hypnotic, she could consume any lesser man. <laughs> so I was like, be careful. Oh my god, be careful. What have you wrote, Aragon? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This was scary. Aramis takes the slate, looks at it, looks at Aragon, then hands it to Aria. Oh, he's such a snake for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, over and over and over again, he is like, hmm, I think I'll throw Aragorn under the bus today. <laughs> just yeah. like... I mean, should have just destroyed it on the he's spot. Such she a is cunt. gripping it so hard that it's like she's shaking all of her veins and muscles are bulging. Horrocks <laughs> just like, well, what is it? <laughs> he's just like, is it like a prophecy or something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> She smashes it on the ground and Oryx's like, oh, oh, that was weird. <laughs> I, if we... Like, if, if if the um TV series happens, and if we get past the first book, I need this oh in there. God. I need this in there. I, need so I, I forgot about this TV ringing. show. <gasps> yeah. Beautiful. Oh, my God. We will get to see Aragorn. She's 100 years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like... <clears throat> I would die if this happened to me. <laughs> I think reading this as a teenager, because like if this happened to me when I was sixteen years old, I on would, either side. If I did this, if you did this, I would. I'd drive my car like I. I think I'd bomb myself. Like I don't know. I like. Uh, I, pipe, I'd mail myself a pipe bomb is what I do. <laughs> I just like, this is so fucking embarrassing for him. And it's like, as an adult, it's so funny to laugh at, but thinking about it as like the anguish he's feeling right now is like it's unmatched. Like life ending. It's over yeah, there, it's for over. real. This is the worst thing that's ever yeah. happened to him. And then Aramis gives him the whole speech about, hey, hey, Stop you it. having these feelings is a massive problem for everyone, and you're making her uncomfortable. Yeah, Aura stops him in his tracks and says the best thing you can say to a teen, which is, your feelings are wrong. <laughs> no, he says your feelings are valid, but stop he doing it. He says your feelings stop. are natural, but you cannot act on this at all. He says this happens to all of us at some point, which please tell me about Aramis's teenage flings. Oh my goodness. <laughs> his really embarrassing crush. And just like, that he's hearing from every side that he's a child to her, and he's like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. I can no. make this work. <laughs> I really, like, I'm extremely excited to see how he deals, how he with, deals this with this in the future. Which it's is really bad right now. Yeah, which is so funny, because I remember when I was reading this the first time, I hated this plot line. Mm-hmm. I was like, can we just give it up? <laughs> this They're fucking not sucks. Together. I'm Who bored cares? of it. Like, mm-hmm. I was mad at it, and I'm obsessed at the moment. Yeah. This is so funny. Oh my god, the next chapter like is the obliterator. <laughs> I feel like this really plays into the um, Eragon being. I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah. Um, plays into the Eragon being really slow to pick up on and accept the fact that he is a like a political player and his actions are political acts. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, why would she be frightened of me loving her? And it's yeah. like doesn't understand it all. Like. Well, rejecting you as a political act because you are a political player, and so is she. And it's very like. <laughs> and if you get mad at her, then you are dooming all the elves. Yeah, to die. he was like beginning to understand <laughs> it. Pretty nice takes back. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> he was like beginning to understand That's it when he was with saying. the Barden, and now he's here, and he's like, "Oh, I'm here, and I'm just a writer, and I don't have to think about politics anymore." But there's elf politics, oh. which are worse. Like 
just barely beginning to realize exists even a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so good. He's so Which really stupid. adds to the whole, yeah, he's a child yeah. to everyone who he's interacting yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. I'm like, I'm sincerely really enjoying these chapters. I think they're really fun. Um, he promises to go apologize to Arya. Yeah, he. Mm-hmm. It's good of Aramis to like walk him through this and yeah, like, get yeah, him yeah. to a position where he'd be like, oh, "Okay, I need to stop doing this." Because mm-hmm. even Safira couldn't do that for him. No. Yeah. <sighs> oh my god, having that whole conversation would be so embarrassing. Yeah. No, I would have been hyperventilating, crying. Yeah. You're extremely, extremely old gay man teacher telling you that. <laughs> you would know. <sighs> no, his. I literally, I don't know anything about Armus. He's gay, um, but he's gay. He's gay. Me. Me. He's yeah. gay to me. Yeah. He just um, is. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's the world's oldest uh, living twink. Armus is the gay elder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he literally holds all the information. That's a major plot point. <laughs> We're going to lose history. <laughs> oh, no. Do you think... What if you were gay and your dragon wasn't? Well, it's not like you have... It's I not know, like you're I, just, I know, obviously not. <laughs> I'm just like... Your dragon looking at you like, I know what you are. Yeah, like, what if you was, like, kind of giving you the side eye? <laughs> Uh, they just wouldn't well, choose Sephira, you. Sephira seems to be straight, and Aragon is straight, and she's still giving him the side eye, so I don't think yeah, it matter. No, maybe love is love, you're right. <laughs> I think that'd be judgmental no matter what. <laughs> Living hell. I would never mind mouth with somebody. This sounds awful. <laughs> you think you found, like, a really cute new cat, and then, like, t- a year later, and it's like, I fucking hate your boyfriend. <laughs> You need to break up with him now. <laughs> All right. It was, are we? Have we got everything? Uh, oh my god! Do I get the obliterator? You get the, you get the obliterator. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. It's nothing to do with Arya, mm. unfortunately. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> she good. Actually. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think? She was the obliterator. Well, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> of his heart. Oh, she's already done that. Yeah, she has already done that. In like three different chapters. All right, Sean. What are the next chapters called? Uh, we got the obliterator. We got Nada, and we got the Hammer Falls. Ooh. And Roran. based simply off the off the title, the titles of the chapters and my memories from looking at it, at the spreadsheet last week. It, that's an Aragon and then two Rorans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. All right. I, I'm liking where we we're at. We get to at. find out what's going on in the in the spine with a whole village and 200 sheep and like maybe a dog. They and mentioned some, once a couple of donkeys. <laughs> um, great news, guys! We're over halfway through. I feel like we're, we're progressing through the halfway. the elf training arc pretty well. Yeah, I, I thought mean, it was a lot slower than it ended up being. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's there's still like a lot more of it. Um, but it's not feeling like it's too tedious. To be, okay, so I am I just, looking forward to looking, uh, to finding out what Warren's mm-hmm. doing there. Yeah. yeah, and I did just open completely randomly my book on exactly the, exactly the start of the chapter where Aragorn leaves that, uh, so still, still I can while. see a there's little while, while, but it looks mm-hmm. like, you know, that looks manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's Rora and stuff in between. Uh, yeah. I'm so excited. I am. I was having a conversation with my parents the other day and mentioned Aragon. And I've had confirmation, actually, that neither of my parents, they read at least two books uh, into the third book and gave up. No. <laughs> Why? Because they hated Rora. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
My, my dad said I don't even want to hear about his blooming hammer again. <laughs> <laughs> I think they could try again. That's such a hater. <laughs> I want to hear about your hammer roaring. That's really good. Well, actually, I, I maybe we're like raising her a lot. Maybe we're gonna get sick of the hammer. <laughs> I would never. Guys, guys, guys swear, swear to me right now, we'll never get sick of the hammer. I, was like, I can't swear this because when I read them as a kid, I also was sick of the hammer. <laughs> sick of his blimmin' hammer. I was sick of the blimmin' hammer, but I pushed no. through. My dad didn't. Oh, um, maybe they'll give him magic powers this time. And it'll be <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll be different. No, I think... That, well, that's the thing. I've just kind of been going through, like, ah, oh, the hammer will be fine this time because I'm an adult. But now what? Yeah. <laughs> I can't assume. I think you just have to forge your own path and be your own person and like have fun and be yourself. I want my genetic haterism. No. Oh. Rise above. My I know you. You're like better than this. this. <laughs> Step out. Be di- dare to be different. You don't have to inherit this. <laughs> You can't change the circumstances of your birth. True. But you can change your actions. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it inside if it happens. Thank you for us. No, I think it'll be good content, though. <laughs> yeah, we do it the hammer. We can do a recap at the end of the book. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to Ears for Dragon. Um, you can find us on socials, Reddit, Twitter, Tumblr, at Ears for Dragon. You can email us at gmail.com. Ears for Dragon. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah, and that'll, that's us for this yeah. week. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.